0: hello 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 and welcome to real conversations i hope i hope all is well i pray all is well and if it is not trust and believe that it can and it will get better so i'm gonna switch it up a little bit and i'm gonna get out that heavy narcissistic toxic energy and um, i'm coming in with this message regarding healthy relationships right and you know unfortunately a lot of us excuse me a lot of us grew up in very toxic and unhealthy uh environments when we didn't really experience or get to understand or know what love is and i came across a video of a guy and he was basically saying that um you know he learned love from you know his parents because you know parents they bring you into this world and they love you because you're 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 their child um Then you have, you know, your friends, they love you because you build like a bond together and, you know, you you get a partner and that person, you know, supposedly or hope, you know, hopefully loves you for who you are. And then there's different types of love. But then he said as he got older, he had to get more into the Bible and understand and know God's love. And. You know, there are so many different um, scriptures in the Bible about love, but I'm going to read this one. Uh, this is 1 Corinthians 13, uh, verse 4, and most people, 4 through 8, and most people know this one. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices in rejoices with the truth. Let's break it down. Love is patient and kind. Understand, love is something that you can't you can't give somebody. You have to show them. How do you show somebody love? You have to be patient with them. You have to be understanding. You have to be kind and, and you have to be... Ner- like, you have to have... Not everybody has this. And not everybody grew up with... Like I said, it depends on, you know, all of the things that you have learned along the way creates and develops you as a person. But once you start getting into uh, other things... You have to learn for yourself. And sometimes you realize that you get into a relationship with a person and they may not be where you are. They may not be able to love the way you love or love on your level. And there's so many little intricate details and moving parts. You know, you got to, I mean, I don't know why I just heard this song, but um, it's teach me how to love by music. And sometimes you got to teach people how to love you. But the thing is, you don't even know how to love you. So how can you expect somebody else to love you? You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be kind with yourself. And you have to be the same way with your partner. Because you have to understand that nobody is perfect. If we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this together, we're gonna learn, we're gonna grow with each other, we're gonna be patient with each other, we're not gonna speak hard to each other, we're not going to say things to be hurtful. Do you see where that goes? You have to be you have to have you have to be patient and kind. Hold on. You have to be patient. You know, and I'm not saying tolerate, it's a difference. You know, patient, communicating, saying, hey, you know what, this is how I feel. This is why I feel this way. You know, you have to be intentional and it has to be growth on both parts, not just the one. It takes two to make a relationship work. You know, your parents love you unconditionally because they bring you in this world. So, you know, it's it's like, like my daughter tells me, oh, you're my parent. You don't have a choice but to love me. I said, ha, ha, ha. I said, who told you that? And then, you know, we laugh and we joke. I do love her unconditionally. And then she'll say, I know I'm your favorite child. I said, I don't have a favorite child. I love you all uh, for different reasons. And I love you all uh, for your individual, you know, your individual things about you. You all have things that I love about you. Of course, you all have things that I don't like about you. But, I mean, hey, you are who you are. I'm not going to try to change you. You know, that's life. You know, I'm kind, I'm patient, and I'm understanding love does not envy or boast that's that ego thing and I, and I made a podcast before I believe it's ego there's no space for ego in a relationship there's no space to be boastful and bragging if you are in a relationship your partner should be your helpmate where you are weak I am strong and vice versa Right? perfect example And this is the example that this man also gave, which is very telling. He said, you know, if you make more money, you know, there's sometimes in a situation where you might make more money than your partner. That should never be thrown in the partner's mouth. Well, I make more money than you. I pay all the bills and you this and you that. It shouldn't be about that because the tables can turn and that person could make more money than you at some point or they might get a raise or they might get a new job or you might lose your job or you might fall ill and you can't work and now this person is the breadwinner do you see you can't be envious and jealous of your partner this is the person you chose to be in your life this is the person that you're choosing to do this relationship thing with you should not be envious you you should be your biggest your partner should be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest supporter because you understand that we're doing this together and if I have whatever I have makes us better as a whole it, it, it's benefiting both of us not just you not just me you know there's no space for that in a relationship it is not arrogant or rude Have you ever been in a relationship with a person who's just rude and arrogant? It's a turn off. How can you be soft? How can you be kind and caring? How could you be loving and nurturing to a person who's just rude all the time? And arrogant and nasty and unpleasant to be around. A tyrant. It doesn't feel good. You it doesn't put you in a space of being in a space of comfort. It's not a safe space. Because anything that you say, this person is going to be rude and nasty and arrogant, very cold. That is a horrible situation to be in. It's those are the people who make things very hard to love them. They're always very negative, always very chaotic, always troublesome. They're restless. They're never at ease. They're never happy. They're grumpy all the time. That is the worst type of relationship to be in, is with someone who exhibits all of those traits all the time. All the time? Trust me, I've been there. It is not a good thing. It does not insist on its own way. When you're in a relationship, and I'm, listen, I'm a bull. I'm a tourist. I'm a little stubborn. A lot stubborn. I I do like my own way. I'm going to be honest. But I'm very spoiled. My partner spoils me. I'm just going to be honest. He does. He spoils me. But I've gotten better with Compromise. You see, in the past, because I was in that very unhealthy and toxic situationship, I literally had to do everything myself. I was on my own. Even though I was with, you know how they say you are in a relationship, but you're still alone? That was me. I lived that life. So I was literally single in a relationship. If that makes sense. Well, it wasn't a relationship. Situationship. So I was single. In a situation and I was operating as the man and the woman, my masculine and my feminine energy. And when I tell you my life was shit, it was shit. Like it was a shit storm because I was it was you know, I was always in a I, I couldn't rest. It, it it was just a horrible space to be in. And so I was so used to just doing things my way on my own I didn't have to ask anybody I didn't have to consult anybody I didn't have to say hey babe what you think about this or hey babe what you think about that or you know um babe can you do this for me or babe I need you to you know but now that I'm in this space and I'm in a healthy loving relationship my partner is like like, right now, I think he's, uh, you know, doing some stuff that I asked him to do around the house. Um, And I'm back here podcasting. I've been podcasting all day. You know, he's like, babe, I, we, we got up, we went to the bank, we, you know, we went to the post office, we did our little morning, you know, routine, weekend routine. This is one weekend that we actually decided that we wasn't going to do much. It's raining, didn't want to go to New York. Like, it's just one of those weekends. We got up, we did what we had to do, and now we back in the house and he's doing his man thing, the things that he's supposed to do in the house, around the house, and it just makes my life easier. You know, whereas before, I had to figure out where I was putting shelves, how I was putting shelves up, do this, do that, organizing this, or like, it was just me. And he taught me, he was like, I'm the man in here, and whatever needs to get done, just let me know what needs to get done. So I had to learn how to compromise and stop doing things in my own, on my in my own terms. The way you know, I I had to compromise, and I had to learn a lot because of the things that I was in it. Put it this way, because I was in those. In that very unhealthy situation, all those learned behaviors, I had to unlearn and compromise because I'm with somebody who is my partner, a helpmate, someone I can go to, someone I can lean on, someone I could depend on because that's his role as the man in this house and in my life. And that's how your relationship should be. It's the two of you figuring out what's the strengths, what's the weaknesses, what do you do best, what do I need to do, what do we need to do to make this run smoothly, efficiently, properly, healthy, with communications, with understanding, with, and there's no thing as roles. Because there's no thing as gender roles. He cleans, he cooks, I, but I, I predominantly do that because that's my thing. I, I don't mind. I love cleaning, I'm, I love cooking, and it is what it is. And so, I, I love serving him. I, when I say I love serving him, I, I have no problems with serving my partner because he serves me. In, other, in so many other ways. That's that compromise. It is not irritable or resentful. We try not to get, we, we do, because we have our little quirks. I mean, you know, that's how life is. You know, but yeah, he do things that irritate me. I do things that irritate him, but I try not to hate him for it because I understand that he is who he is and I am who I am. We are all flawed. Nobody's perfect, but I don't want to resent him and hate him. And, and I love him so much. I do. I don't think there's, I don't think I, it's going to take a lot for me to hate him because, because Lord knows. You know, but you should not be resentful of your partner because they didn't meet a standard, or they 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 kind of missed the mark, or you know they're not they didn't meet all of your expectations. That's that. Love is patient. Love is kind. You know, you can grow into these things as long as you're putting in the work, the time, the effort. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing. You can't be pointing the fingers at each other and say, "Well, you were wrong," and, I'm so, and I was, and wrong. No, 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 no. Let's rejoice in the truth. We're not justifying cheating. We're not justifying lying. We're not justifying playing games. No, 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 no. We we speak in truths. Okay, babe. This is what we did wrong. This is what I Okay. I understand how that may have offended you. This is not what I tried to do. That wasn't my intention, you know. And and make like I said that growth, wanting to do better. Wanting to change. Wanting to love your partner. It's a choice. You choose to love and to remain in love with your partner. It's a choice. But you see, when you hold on to things and you build up that anger and you become irritable and you have that resentment and you have all these things, these ill will feelings towards your partner because you can't communicate because they are so rude and they're arrogant and they don't have patience and they're not kind. Do you see how that works? How can you have a relationship filled with love when everything that you do is the exact opposite? It's not going to work. It's not going to work if you can't be true to who you are and speak your truth to your partner. How? Because let me tell you something. The longer you stay in that type of unhealthy dynamic... That resentment builds and it builds and it just keeps going. And after a while, it festers. And then you get to a point and you say, how did we get here? How did we get here? Why, if you even had that conversation, because a lot of people have been with people 5, 10, 15, 20, 30 years, and they hate each other. Absolutely miserable. They don't talk. They sleep in the same beds. They may not have sex. They don't spend time together. They don't do anything. They just go along and they humdrum and they're just miserable. Who the hell? Listen, when I tell you I lived that unhappy life for so long, I can never, I will never. And I mean that on everything. I will never put myself in a situation to be that unhappy and miserable again. I'm a person who loves love. I'm a relationship girl. And I, listen, and that's the problem with me. And I've learned that through, I've stayed in situations that for far too long trying to hold on trying to fix things that I didn't fucking break you know this is why I said it it takes two you make a choice to love you know but you a lot of us we get in because we didn't learn love in a healthy way we didn't understand God's love in a healthy way we weren't taught this and so we get into relationships thinking we know what love is but we don't And we have to fumble our way through life to figure this shit out. Some people never figure it out. And they just go from person to person just hoping and thinking that they're going to. But a lot of these people don't even love themselves. So how can you love someone else if you can't even love yourself? And this is why when you come together with a person, you have to see how they love. You have to pay attention to how they love. And if they're not willing to put in the work, like because relationships take work. It doesn't get easier with time. Once you pass the little love phase and the little honeymoon stage, they say the honeymoon stage is the first two years. Okay. Once you get past the first two years and now you're really getting into things and in the crux of things and everybody's kind of settling into a routine and you you you're mixing your lives and families and this that, and the other that's where the work begins but what is it built on what are the principles where's the foundation where, where? And if there is none, it's not going to work. Because everything is all fun in the beginning. Everything is all kiki-kiki and googly eyes and this and that. But it's loving that person. You have to choose. That's why a lot of relationships don't work. Because people don't get into relationships for love. People are getting into relationships for all the wrong reasons. So if you want to have a healthy relationship you have to understand that God is the center of everything you put him first then yourself then your partner then your children because your children you're going to love your children no matter what that's automatic but the partner and and here's the thing, you God is if you put God first and God is ahead of your life, you're gonna love him no matter what. But your partner, your partner, the person you choose, hopefully is your kingdom spouse, hopefully is the person that God sent to you. So now you have to basically work on that. Because you can choose to be in love. You can choose to love. But you can also choose to fall out of love. It all depends on you. So, for those who are who, who are looking for a healthy relationship, those of you who are trying to rebuild your relationships, um, you got to put the work in. But it takes two. Don't ever stay in a situation where you're doing all the work. It takes two. Understand and know. It takes two. And I don't mean, oh, do it for a week. Do it for a month. Do It's every day. Every day you have to work on it. Every day. It's an everyday work in progress. It's a never-ending work. It's tiring, yes. It's exhausting, yes. You need a little break every now and then, Yes. But you have to love your person, your partner enough to want to make it work. So I hope this message is, this message encourages someone. Um, you know, love is a beautiful thing when you do it with the right person. Is that person worth it? Does this person make you happy, make your life better? like you know you ask yourself these questions I'm big on questions how do you feel when you're not with this person how do you feel when you're with this person what do you do in your your, your, you know what do you do when y'all are together what brings y'all the most joy what brings y'all the most happiness what 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 things can you do to make your partner's life better you know the Ask yourself these questions. How are you operating? How are you handling each other? Are you speaking to them with love? Or are you always yelling and arguing and fighting and your words are cold and nasty? Like, how? How? How do you interact? Questions. Love is the easy part. It's the work that goes along with love. It's the hard part. So, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.